Welcome to the Owners Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Prue Chapman, and I'm here to help you create a better business. Over the past 10 years, I've built a global business from scratch that enables me to work from anywhere, which is sometimes in my hometown of Byron Bay, and quite often from the back of a camper van somewhere off the beaten track. Along the way, I've had the joy of mentoring some of the most successful creative entrepreneurs around. And here on the Owners Collective Podcast, I'm going to help you do the same. So get ready for a series of short, sharp throwdowns to help you build the business that's right for you. If you're keen to get started already, I've got a freebie for you. Head to theownerscollective.com forward slash start and scale for my downloadable guide on how to grow your gig. Hey, Stevie, and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me on. I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm always so stoked to see you. Now, you are the founder, obviously, of Stevie Says Social, and you help women to leverage the internet to build online businesses. And Stevie, I'm going to say, like, you know, we've been in contact for a few years now, and you're just nailing it. Like, I'm so just incredibly... Ah, just thrilled for you, just happy for you. And I think it was in Launching Legends that we first crossed paths. And I remember right from the get-go is that you really stood out to me just because of how much value you delivered. I think you might have still been hustling your full-time job back then. Yeah, yeah, I was. You were writing these incredible blog posts, like thousands and thousands of words. Does that. Does that. And I remember you telling me, like, I'm spending all day on a Saturday writing these. And they were just, it's like you really came out of the gate swinging because of how much value you were prepared to give. So it's just so cool. Oh, thank you. And you're my first mentor. I just remember sitting at, where were we? The Byron at Byron doing our mentoring session. Yes. And you were the one that actually, like, stepped me through my very first online course, even though it then took me over a year to implement. <laughs> and look where you are now, Stevie, launching them left, right and centre. And I mean, if the cheeky truth be told before we got online here, having a little chat, you're like having babies, launching blueprints, <laughs> launching courses. You just can't stop, Stevie. <laughs> I know. I actually have no off switch to my own detriment. I just need to like let things be sometimes. But as we were saying before, like I literally love what I do. So yeah, I don't know. No, I think we just keep going. You know, you and me, we're not meant for baking sourdough. We are meant for building business. <laughs> Nothing wrong with baking sourdough, but Nothing wrong. I like eating I sourdough. I prefer to have it served to me on a plate. <laughs> a whole load of butter. Exactly. Uh, so what's it been like? I mean, the last few years really building Stevie Said Social because you are putting out a lot of content, you know, you're producing some really great courses. What's it been like on the inside? It's been really full is how I would explain the last few years. And it literally is only, so I had my little baby in September last year. So he's eight months old now. And it was full pelt until then, like literally just going at a million miles an hour. And it was only when I stopped and had him that I really got clarity on what's the next step for me? What do I want to do next? Simplifying everything. And now I feel so excited, but I also feel like I literally know what I'm going to be doing for the next 30 years. Oh, fantastic. So got a bit of a game plan out there. I do. It's very exciting. (laughs) Ah, And I can never wait to see what comes next. Now, quite early on in the piece, you launched the Stevie Says Social podcast. So can you tell us a little bit about like, why did you launch it? Why was it the time? Because podcasting wasn't as big a thing when you launched your podcast as what it's becoming now. So I've always been a podcast junkie. Like I 
loved podcasts before podcasts were cool. And I used to literally spend well, my morning walk, my afternoon when I was at the gym, commuting, all of my time was spent listening to podcasts. And literally the reason why I decided to leave corporate and actually dive into my own business was the Gary Vee podcast, which I feel like I binged on for like a good six months. And he was literally in my ear, encouraging me and like inspiring me to start my own business. And I was like, I feel like I got so much value out of him in particular. And he, I don't even listen to his podcast anymore, but I just really saw the power of providing value. And he literally was in my ears probably like two or three hours a day, wow. <laughs> his abrasive full-on voice. And I was like, you know what? I can see the power of that and I know what it's done for me. And I would really like to, number one, stop writing those 3,000 word blog posts that I was writing every week and find a different way to talk to people that was still providing value. And I think personally, I found it was a lot more powerful than blogs. Mm, Because you do. Well, talk us through that. Why is podcasting more powerful than blogs in your opinion? I just think, well, I know, I don't think it's such an intimate medium. So I know when I listen to podcasts, like I'll have the one person in my ear for, you know, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour at a time. And I have my podcasters that I listen to over and over. And I think the connection that creates with the listener. So I feel like I'm best mates with all of the people whose podcast I listen to and they're constantly providing value. And so what that really does is it builds that no like and trust factor, which is so important if somebody's ever going to work with you. But it really builds that on a whole other level, in my opinion, to simply reading blog posts or YouTube videos, which are the other types of content marketing you can do. And I really feel that it's the most powerful way to connect intimately with someone and you can do it for free. Like imagine going to a TV station and saying, hey, I'd love to take out an hour slot prime time, please, only with my ideal listener. How much is that going to cost me to do that every week? And like you can do that for free with podcasting and I just think it is the most amazing resource. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there where you say how intimate it is because building that know you, like you, trust you factor. I mean, you and I both know, and probably the listeners know as well, sometimes like that can take years to build that know you, like you, trust you factor. And literally within a 20 minute podcast, you can pretty much go through that cycle, can't you? You totally can. And I actually didn't realize how, so I kind of had a feeling that it would impact my business positively, like when I started. And I actually didn't know the power of it until I was about three or four, five months down the track with my podcast. And I'd go to business events or I would um, have people contact me or I would basically have interactions with people and they would just be like, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. I listen to your podcast all the time. Or I would have people in my inbox saying, hey, I want to work with you. When do we start? Rather than saying, hey, what are your rates? How much do you cost? And then price shopping me with a million other people. And I was like, wow, I'm onto something here. Like this is literally cutting out all of the work that you would otherwise do in people Uh, deciding between different suppliers to work with and they just know that they want to work with you. You're their person because you've been providing value. And I was like, wow, this is so powerful. That's incredible. So, because I quite often talk about the client journey and, you know, that happening pre-purchase, purchase, and then of course, after purchase as well. But it's a really powerful way, isn't it? To step people along that journey with no extra effort from you. And that trust factor just, just so high when they do actually reach out. It's next level. And I obviously have like my digital courses now and I track, I actually track 
when somebody comes in and purchases a course from me, where they've come from. And so on average, about one to 2% of people that come in from a Facebook ad will purchase my course. I can't actually measurably track it with podcasting, but I know that out of a hundred people that purchase one of my courses, 60 to 70 have listened to my podcast. Wow. That's huge. It's huge. It's amazing. And so it just goes to show that, you know, when you're attracting leads into your business, there's a whole heap of different ways you can do it. You can use Facebook ads, you can use, you know, billboards, you can use Google ads, you can use a whole heap of different things. But the quality of the lead that comes in from podcasting is literally on another level to anything I've ever experienced before. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad that we're recording a podcast right now because otherwise I would be wanting to record a podcast. (laughs) No, I feel like I inspire everyone to start like literally within like half an hour of a business person meeting me. They're like, okay, cool. I'll start a podcast. (laughs) Great. And I think because a lot of you, it's such a great podcast and it's so value filled. So can you talk us a little bit through, I mean, what has having a podcast given you? So it's definitely, you know, helped convert clients, attract and convert clients. Has it done anything else? Yeah. So number one, it's built my personal brand. So really the big thing with that is, you know, rather than people going, I could work with any social media professional, I want to work with you specifically. And so that has been really, really powerful for me. It's mean, it meant that I'm not price shopped. So rather than, you know, I would literally, and this is such a thing when you're in any competitive industry. So generally um, freelancers in particular will have this like people contact them and then they ghost as soon as you kind of provide your prices. And generally it means it's because that person has gone for the cheapest possible option and you're not it. And unfortunately, if you keep, you know, trying to reduce your rates, you end up basically it's a race to the bottom. So what I found with podcasting is I would never have people coming to me price shopping me they would literally just say I want to work with you and that was really really powerful so it meant that I could charge my worth and the impact that that has had on my business alone has been massive um and then I'm really strategic around the way that I podcast as well so I don't podcast for content's sake so a lot of the time when people put out content you know every week they you know like oh you know I've got to put out this blog post because I've been told that I need to content market I've got to put out this podcast because I've been told it's the right thing to do it's a really slow burn so one of the biggest benefits for me has been really strategic around, okay, when am I planning launches and promotions for the year? So say, for example, in May, I'm going to launch a course. And I'm really strategic about the fact that for the six weeks leading up to that, I will provide huge value on whatever the topic of the course is. And so what that does is um, build my audience of people that are like, wow, you know, you're the authority on social media if it's a social media course, or you're the authority on podcasting if it's a podcasting course. So that when I actually do open my doors to sell something, I've got an audience of people waiting there. And so, um, it's so powerful. To, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. Yeah. And being strategic around it as well. I like what you said there that you don't podcast for content's sake, but as opposed to you're actually quite planned with what content you're putting out and why you're putting it out. Oh, so it's totally. Quite- I'm actually like, so I've got this Excel spreadsheet, which is like, <laughs> I love, love your spreadsheet. Like <laughs> 
Been so oh my god so I did this free training for my podcasting course a couple of weeks ago and um I showed everyone this spreadsheet that I have in the course and they're like give me the spreadsheet this is the most amazing thing in the world but it literally steps out like exactly you know when to promote like when to like actually put your content together and if you do it in that strategic way it literally never means that you're just kind of because what happens if you don't do that is you start providing content and value over and over and you can't see a tangible ROI in your business and you um, pod fade basically. So you'll just stop doing it because you can't see it working, but um, it can work as long as you're actually being strategic. Yeah, exactly. It's like going to the gym if you don't have a goal for why you're there and you're just kind of wandering around doing all the weights. Like you need to see some results. It's like the exchange, right? I put energy in, I get a result out. So yeah, this is awesome. Um, So why is now the time for people to pay attention to podcasting, do you think? Because, I mean, you'd hear them as much as I do, and I know there's some great stats around this, but everyone's like, oh, everyone's launching a podcast now. Um, Do you have those cheeky stats up your sleeve, Stevie? I'm guessing that you do. I love a good stat. (laughs) (laughs) So I really feel, so before we get into the stat side of things, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember, remember the time when blogs were really big? And Mm -hmm. so like, bloggers were the thing. It was like this, you know, the really kind of hot thing, right? So I feel where we're at with podcasting at the moment is where just before we hit where blogs got to all those years ago. And so what I mean by that is we're at this like really sweet spot where more and more people are starting to jump on board. So if you want a sneaky stat, 65% of people now listen to podcasts and have listened to a podcast in the last three months, which I think is huge. huge. Um, and but we haven't yet hit that critical mass of it's not um, attainable for you to hit the charts. It's still very very possible for you to launch a podcast now if you are strategic about it. And specifically, so another sneaky tip here: if you niche yourself, so rather than saying I'm just going to start a health podcast, I'm just going to start a lifestyle podcast. If you kind of go, okay, so what's the end game for me? I want to sell more of my social media courses. I'm going to start a specific social media podcast. It's still very, very possible to chart. Um, 93% of people listen to most of a podcast episode. So super, super valuable. And another kind of really, when I heard this, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the time. Spotify has just invested $500 million into purchasing Gimlet and Anchor, which are two podcasting tools and they're going all in. So really what it means is like there's more people listening than ever. The pie is getting bigger. So it's not just Apple Podcasts that are owning the podcasting sphere. There's other people really jumping in. And it's still at a point where you can jump in and be one of the big fish. It won't be like that, I don't suspect, in a couple of years. So I'm actually so passionate about the fact that I'm like, don't put it off any longer. Now is the time. Yes, no, the ship has not sailed, but don't leave it any longer. Yeah, good one. Good one. And I mean, if anyone needs like a little analogy here, it's like when Instagram popped up and we were all like too busy or couldn't be bothered or whatever about consistent content. Now we're like, why didn't I make the leaps and bounds? You know, I've talked to some, you know, people that were on the platform in the really early days and they'd be like, yeah, we'd just wake up to like 30,000 new followers. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. to get on something while it's on the up and not, you know, like really, like you say, at that critical mass. Yeah. Now is the time. Yeah. Now is absolutely the time. I feel so passionately about that. 
Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So what's the potential if we get it right? I mean, I guess you're a really great example of getting podcasting right and what it can do for your business. Yeah. Like it literally gives you, so what I would say with podcasting is you don't get into it unless you actually have a goal for it. So if you just want to podcast for podcast sake and you want to get on every week and you know, whatever, that's fine. But what I would always recommend that you do is you have a goal. So for example, you might say, I want podcasting to be the top of the funnel um, to lead into my freelancing business and to get more copywriting clients, right? Or it might be, I actually want to leapfrog out of services altogether into digital products, in which case match made in heaven, go all in on podcasting. Um, And that's kind of what it's done for me. Like I literally started out my podcast. I didn't even have a business. I very quickly went from no business straight into a fully booked roster of clients as a freelancer. And then literally from there, I've fast tracked. So it was six months before I launched an online course with 160 people in the first intake, literally off the back of the podcast. Isn't that amazing? Just like blows my mind to even think back to it. Yeah. It's wild. So great. And without it, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's just such a, Anyway, I'm rabbiting on, but it's such a powerful... Oh, I love it. I am here just like eating up every podcasting word. (laughs) Ironic that we're on a podcast. (laughs) I mean, we could cover a huge spectrum here of how to launch a podcast and where to launch a podcast. But I think something that's obviously very interesting to me and I think interesting to our listeners is how to make sure that your podcast hits the charts when, when you launch it. So have you got any cheeky tips for us on how to hit those charts? Yeah. I totally do. So a lot of my students in my course. I I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So my podcast, when I first launched, it launched at number two in the business charts under Tim Ferriss. And I was like, what the hell? What is this? I cannot even believe this. And I actually got my friends to um, look up the podcast as well, because I thought maybe it was just my phone um, and it was showing it up. And anyway, so I was like, well, this is amazing. And then I was like, okay, so reverse engineer, like, how did I do this? Like, what was the secret source? Um, and so that's really actually where the framework for my podcast course came from. And it's three things. So number one is you need to be niched in. So you need to really kind of be niched in on, um, a specific topic because number one, that will give you search engine juice. So for example, I had somebody yesterday and I always ask people in Instagram DM when they Instagram DM me, I had somebody send me a DM and they were like, oh my gosh, I found your podcast. Absolutely love your podcast. And I was like, oh, just curious. How did you come across it? I searched social media podcasts and it was the first one that came up. I was like, bam, amazing. I've got social in the title. I've got it in the show description. I'm really um, made, make sure that I really SEO optimize it. So niche and SEO optimization. Number two is um, call to action. So make sure you tell people to subscribe is your main call to action. Ratings and reviews mean nothing. They literally mean nothing. Really, Stevie? Yes. So you don't need to literally worry about them at all. Um, so on launch day, you want as many people as possible to subscribe within a 24 hour period. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will give you the best possible chances. And then number three, sneaky little tip is build your audience before you actually launch your podcast with guest podcasting. So actually strategically contact people in similar but non-competing niches 
Um, so for example, if you're a social media manager, you would contact a copywriter with a podcast. You've got the same audience, but you're not competing with your products and offer value, offer to provide value to their audience. Don't make it about you. Don't say, I'd love to come on your podcast to promote my podcast launch. <laughs> I've definitely had that before. Um, and build your audience with, um, aligned people so that you actually have people that know your podcast is coming that are podcasters podcast listeners themselves amazing they're three really great tips actually and from one podcaster to another it's I think it's you know people can actually even courses that I've done in the past like way back when were really they're they're really high level but that's you know like I've said from the start you really do get right in there and these kind of strategies like you don't find them everywhere you have to have done it yourself to know about this Yeah. And I think a lot of people just teach the bare bones. There's a lot of advice on the internet around podcasting that I see. And I'm just like, Ooh, you know, like I, it's not right. And I think it changes a lot as well. And I think, um, those are the three things. And I've had a lot of my students launch in the charts following that exact strategy. And there's other things as well, but I think that's the secret sauce. It's really niche and search subscribers to CTA and, guest podcast to build an audience. Amazing. Amazing. Well, folks, you heard it here first. That is some really, really valuable information. So thank you for sharing that in true Stevie Stead Social style, um, giving us all the value right up front. So you have, at the time of recording this, which is we've just hit May in 2020, um, you've just launched your podcasting course. So when can people, if they're interested, when's the next one coming up? I don't know, but I do have a free podcasting workshop if people are interested in that. Good. How do they get there? Stevie says social.com forward slash podcast workshop. I will set that up. (laughs) (laughs) I hope everyone's watching the video version of this. As you just saw, Stevie's eyes make something up on the But I do know that that'll be absolutely packed with value as with everything, um, everything that you do, Stevie. So um, other than that, how can people com- best connect? Send me a DM on Instagram. Come and connect okay. with me there. Stevie says social. Awesome. Stevie, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute treat. And as always, I've learned something too. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you never want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. I'm also dropping some juicy business building tips on Instagram. So head over to at Owners Collective to join in the fun. And finally, folks, if you're hungry for a deep dive into the entrepreneurial story behind some of the best businesses around, be sure to listen to my other podcast, One Wild Ride, where we talk all things good business, positive impact and epic adventures with the most inspiring entrepreneurs around.